Grace and mercy and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word that we meditate on this morning is our epistle lesson from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Paul writes by inspiration of the Spirit. He says, Now about your love for one another, we do not need to write you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love each other. And in fact, you do love all of God's family throughout Macedonia. Yet we urge you, brothers and sisters, to do so more and more, and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders, and so that you will not be dependent upon anybody. This is the word of the Lord. I really shouldn't have to tell you any of this. All of this should be just something you already know. That's what Paul's writing to these Thessalonian Christians. We don't have to write this to you, he says, but, but we're going to anyways. He's writing to these, these young Christians. These Christians in Thessalonica were very young in their faith. Had the Apostle Paul and the other uh, companions of his missionary crew with him for maybe just a couple of weeks. And then they were chased out because of persecution. Their, their lives were on the line. But here they are. Paul is writing back to these Christians to encourage them and what they had taught them while we were, they were there. They're very young in their faith. And they're suffering. They're undergoing persecution for their faith. There's pressure from, from the godless world around them to give up on what they believe. And Paul writes, I, I don't have to write any of this to you, but I'm writing to urge you more and more and more to love one another. To not just know the love of God, but to, to love each other with that love that has been, first been shown to you. That love that you have come to know in Christ Jesus, your Savior. And not just to love the people around you, not just to love the people of your family and the people of your church family, not just to love the people who love you back, but to love all. To love all of God's people all throughout the entire area, all of Macedonia, this, this large area, but, but to love everybody. Yes, those who don't love you. Yes, those who you have deemed unlovable. Yes, those who hate you and persecute you. Love. Love more and more and more. Paul writes to these young Christians. And then he talks about their work life a little bit here too, how they are to work in their, in their occupations, in, in all of their roles in life. He says, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your own hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent upon anybody. So one way that you get to show your love is, is in how you carry out your vocations. Whatever that work might be, if it's in your home or in your fields, whatever job you might have, you don't work for the recognition of others. You don't work for your glory. You get to work for God and His glory. Through all of your occupations, through all of your work, you get to make God's love known more and more and more. You get to love as you 
put yourself aside and your own ambitions and glorify God. Paul writes to these young Christians. We, we, we don't have to remind you of this. You, you know this. And friends, the same is true for you, isn't it? I shouldn't have to say these things to you. These are things you should already know. We shouldn't need to have a three-week sermon series on how we are to live as Christians. We should know this, shouldn't we? You know the love that God has had for you through sending your Savior, Christ Jesus. You know the love that he continues to have for you as he pours out blessing upon blessing every single day for both body and soul. You know the love that God says I have for you forever, that you will live forever with me in heaven. So why should we have to tell you? Why should you need to be reminded that this love that you've been given is your love to, make, to be made known? We shouldn't have to. But we do, don't we? Because maybe you're at a point in your life and you think, I already do so much for others. My life is about serving others. I, I, just look at my day, look at my week. It's taking care of kids, right? It's, it's loving my spouse and meeting their needs. Right? It's, it's looking out and, and taking care of all the business that I got to do. My life is just seems to be all about living for others. How can I do this more and more and more? How can I make this love of God known more than I already am? Well, if that's the attitude, well, selfishness has already creeped in, hasn't it? If the thought is, what more can I do? Look at my life. Well, then the focus has come back on us and what we think we're doing. We shouldn't need to remind you of this, Paul says. And he says through the Spirit to you too, that you should know this already too. Why should you love more and more? Why should you love like God more and more and more and to make this love known? Why should your life be about living for others and not for self? And not just for the people who love you? And not just people who you have deemed to be lovable? Not just for those who are going to pay you back? Because that's what the Christian life is. A life as a disciple of Christ is one of love for not only others, but everyone else. Not just in your family, not just in your church family, not just the people you know, but all people. And if that's something we're struggling with, if that life lived for others is something that, that is just a struggle for us because we're so focused in on ourselves and the things we need to take care of in our own lives, well then, the biggest problem is probably that we don't yet fully grasp the love that God has for us. And I know, we've already had a four-week sermon series on the prodigal love of God. But that love that God has shown us, think about what that love looks like. 
God doesn't love us because he deems us lovable. We're unlovable by nature. There's no good within us. There's nothing within us that says God should love us. But this love that God has for us and has shown to us and continues to show to us is a love that has no strings attached to it whatsoever. It's a love that doesn't say, if you do this, then I'll love you. It's a love that says, I love you just because I love you. This love that our God has for us is a, is a sacrificial love. It's a love that led him to lay down his life for us. To set aside the glories of heaven and enter into this world and to go to a cross and there to take all of our loveless acts upon himself and take the punishment for them. That sacrificial love that God has for you and I. This love that God says, I give you myself. And not just some of it, but all of myself. That God the Father says that I love you with an undying love from eternity to create you and to, to, to bring you life and to sustain your life. That, that love of God the Son who took on flesh to come and live this life for us. That love of God the Holy Spirit who comes to us continually through these means of grace to point us back to this amazing love of our God. God gives us completely of himself. It's a completely selfless love that the Almighty God shows us. And friends, this love is what we want to know more and more and more so that we can love like God more and more and more. So that our love, not just for the people closest to us and the people that love us, but our love for others can be unconditional with no strings attached. Not a hint of what's in it for me. That our love, we desire to be like God's. To be more and more like His that is sacrificial that is willing to give of time and treasure and abilities. We desire that we would know this love of God more and more and more so that we can love like God more and more in our lives so that our, life, our love might be selfless. Not a thought of me at all, but how can I love you? How can I show Christ to you? Martin Luther once put it this way. He said, we are the masks of God. God dwells within us. And his love dwells within us. And he wants to make his love known through us. We get to make God's love known to the world. We get to be that mask of God. We get to be that unconditional, selfless, sacrificial love of God to our world. And when you know that love, when you know the difference that this love has made for you right now, that you are free of your sins, that you are forgiven, that you are loved, that heaven is yours, you can't help but want to make that love known. Through the everyday little things. through the opportunities that God places in your life every single day, wherever you are, whoever you are with. Because that's a rare love in this world, isn't it? Because the love of this world is conditional. 
the, wor- the love of this world attaches strings to it. The love of this world is, I'm in it until it's inconvenient for me. We have a love, and we know a love, and we have this love to share that the world doesn't get, that you don't get to see real often. The love of God. That we get to make known to the world. To those we work with. To those we live near. To our church family here. And to our parents, and our kids, and our grandparents, and our spouses. We get to be the mask of God. To love more and more and more like God. Lord, help me. Help me to know this love more and more and to live and love like you more and more. Friends, let's let's never be content with who we are. Let's never be okay with where we're at as Christians. Let's constantly be going back to that cross. Let's constantly be going back and repenting of all of our lovelessness for all of the times that we have not loved God or others as he has first loved us. And let's be renewed in this love of God as we come together in these means of grace and to know this love more and more so we can share this love more and more and more. You know, you have probably heard the the phrase, everything in moderation. And that's a good rule to live by in many areas of life. But but for just this part of your life, I'm going to tell you to throw that out, okay? Don't just know God's love in moderation. Don't just love like God in moderation. But I want to know that love more and more and more and more. So that that love can be present in my heart and in my life and in my words and in my actions, in my work and everything that I do. Let's never be content with where I'm at in my relationship with God. Let's never be content with the love that I show to the people around me, but I desire it more and more and more. Friends, we want to be a church and we want to be Christians that don't have to be told to love We want to be a church, and we want to be Christians who don't just say that they love with words that aren't followed up by action. Instead, what we want to be, by God's grace, is to be God's people who constantly are striving to know that love more and who desire to live in that love and show that love as we live our lives for others. That's what our lives are all about in this world. We are set free to live not for self, but for others. And that's what we want our lives to be. We want to know that love and show that love. And so when those opportunities come, these aren't have tos These are things that exist. When I am given these opportunities, for others, which is every moment of every day. I say yes. How can I not? As a 